Hello, this is your Daily Dose, a best of your Daily Dose with Bob and Nick. I'm Nick. You're going to hear episode 201. That's all the way back from October of 2020. And it's about comic books, something that I love. We are repeating some episodes for the month of May as we prepare for the Fringe Festival, the International Orlando. The Orlando International Fringe Festival is coming up. We have a show there. We'd love to see you there, but we are preparing for that. So in the meantime, enjoy this episode. Thank you so much. It's your Daily Dose with Bob and Nick. I'm the Bob half of that mix. Nick and I are both fans of comic books, graphic novels, and superheroes. And we both see things beyond the cool superpowers and the colorful spandex costumes. We see bigger, deeper things. Themes that speak to humanity. Listen in and marvel as we explore a world where superheroes might be egotistical jerks. And where the X-Men may be a colorful metaphor for xenophobia and racism. Enjoy this episode. It's going to be super... Man... It's funny because Patty and I talk about the concept of living forever, and we both agree that neither one of us really wants that. We, I mean, it's got to get boring after a while. I would imagine if you guarantee me that I could still go in to a movie theater and watch movies as a ghost or whatever, they're like, fine. If I'm not going to miss out on the Marvel Universe, the extended universe in the future, I'm good. <laughs> you are such a geek. You, okay, superheroes. New theory in my new theme in my life though lately because I started watching Watchmen and I started watching yeah. The Boys. And they are very different from each other and yet both delightfully edgy and full of interesting and different superheroes that I had never heard of or seen before. So I, I've been enjoying that actually quite a bit. Do you watch those at all? I do. And I read a lot of the comic books that they're based on. I read Watchmen, but I have not read any of the boys. So Watchmen was one of the first. Alan Moore is an amazing author. But when it first came out in the 80s, it was very, very different. It took the industry by surprise because typically superheroes are archetypes where Superman is good and that's all he can ever be. Whereas Watchmen took a lot of these to their, and especially the boys even takes it further in the comic book for sure. Um, Yeah. To these extensions of, okay, if someone had these superpowers and this idea of absolute power corrupts, absolutely. Then yeah, they might be kind of schmucks on the side. Yeah. They might be terrible people or they might wear crazy things because they're all about themselves, right? Yeah, I would probably wear form-fitting stuff if I had that, you know, look and uh, uh, that muscle tone and all that stuff. I agree. I agree. I never considered the egotism of even just the outfits that can't. You always saw some of the ego, even in the old superheroes. That was where, you know, the the Justice League and the Avengers, they had that internal friction always, right? Yeah. Because what's because, what made it a little more readable, right? Yeah. Because Superman, the reason it's hard to make a Superman movie is because who's he going to fight? He's Superman. He, this is the thing. He's the strongest being in the universe. Yeah. And and so what do you what do you throw at that He's dude? He's kind of boring. Well, this is something that my family would agree with you a lot. And I want you to know that I'm fighting for the respect of Superman in my house. Just trying to bring a little bit more respect back. And it's hard because I don't think I believe it myself. Because I, I, I was never a Superman guy. Yeah. I, mean, I liked the, the series with George Reeves back in the day when I was sure, a kid. Sure, sure. You know, just hearing that, that opening credits of able to leap tall buildings in a single bound you know but um 
Yeah, he was never my favorite. But yeah. get into the darkness of Batman now, or get into the sarcasm of Spider-Man, or the craziness of the Hulk, right? You've got those elements that I like, the, the human elements of those things. Yeah. We, we end up talking about superheroes actually more than I would have expected. For sure. And I think that the ones that always, uh, that I ended up running into that meant a lot to me were the X-Men. Oh, yeah. Because of the way that they represented a number of different minorities and uh, underrepresented people right. at the time. So whether you could apply uh, the X-Men um, in terms of like the way, especially in the 80s, they used to do it was there was a lot of anti-mutant, because that's what they were, yeah. groups, but they were religious in nature. They were political in nature because they were afraid for their power. They were So it was, you could tie it into... Uh, uh, black in, indigenous people of color yep. um, LGBTQ yep. all sorts of things it was uh, an analogy for uh, well, it tapped and, into the root of it is yeah. what it did because what is prejudice if not fear yep Right. I mean, really bigotry in general, I, I believe, you know, it's funny because I used to argue with the concept of homophobia and I'd say <laughs> they're not acting like they're afraid of people who are homosexual. And that's what homophobia means. And yet the more I've explored it, that's exactly the root of it. And the same with X-Men. It's they're they're literally afraid of these beings mm -hmm. because of the power that they hold. But I think if we whittled it down, even to looking at our indigenous people in America, our African-American people in America, it's the same thing. It's not superpowers they're afraid of, but it's power at its essence, right? That they're trying to suppress, crush it before it gets big enough to crush us. Yep. You know, it's a, it's a kind of a sad Which it reality. never will. It, like, that's such an unfounded fear. Right. Well, if there were mutants, maybe different, okay? Sure. Because five of them could probably kick Set butt. Set everybody on fire. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but human beings, yeah, exactly. Because yeah. they are the minority, there are fewer of them, you know, and that's, that's, that's the hard part. I, it's a part that I don't, I can't relate to personally because I'm, I'm a middle-aged white dude and that puts me firmly in the majority of a population that I'm not always so happy to be mm -hmm. firmly in the majority of. I know you feel the same way. It's just sometimes we embarrass ourselves as a, mm -hmm. as a gender, as a people, as a, you know, as a category. So we got to do what we can to be the standard bearers for goodness and this stuff and show the world that not everybody. Did you say the, the standard bears? Standard bears. Yeah. Okay. Because, because of the hair. And yeah. Everything. Oh yeah. I was going to say, yeah, we are the standard bears. <laughs> hey, it's Nick being a superhero or as I now like to call them standard bears. It's not hard. Listen to people help out where you can tell someone you appreciate them. Get a lasso of truth going Eat healthy and listen to your daily dose every day.